Knock, knock. Who's there? A little old lady. A little old lady who? I didn't realise you could yodel, Mark. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, and welcome to one of those weeks. Hi Mark. Hi Ben. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'd just like to give a big shout out to all our listeners and audience. The figures are growing, so thank you very much, whoever's tuning in um, at home across the world. Um, we're doing. We've got listeners. We seem to have listeners, Mark. Yeah, so it's going. It's going really well. Um, you sure it's not just you? Keep playing it and recording and listening. I don't think so. I don't think it has to get any counts you once, does it? <laughs> but, um, I don't know. But no, um, hope everyone's week's gone well. And in not so very sunny Lincoln. So it's gone grim, hasn't it? It's, it's got, changed a bit. Awful, absolutely awful. So, so Mark, how's your week been? Fabulous as ever. I love it. I love retirement. I just, I'm, I can't get over it. It's just, I can't figure how how I managed to fit all the things that I'm still doing now into when I was working. It's just unbelievable. But, you know, there you go. I'm busy gardening. I'm busy doing all sorts of other things. I'm busy filming. I'm busy writing. I'm, oh, just unbelievable. What about you? Uh, not too bad. I've had uh, a really... I don't want to moan and gripe, but... Hold um... on, then. Stop there. <laughs> <laughs> I've That's had really... down for the weekend. I've had really bad back pain this week. Uh, chronic, so it's been a bit tough, but I've got through it. And you're a man, uh, get through it. I'm a man, I've got through it. Am I allowed to say that anymore? But I did, and I've got through you're a it. Person. I'm a person, I'm a person, I'm a they, them. You're one of them, <laughs> anyway. We, I've oh, got no. through it. We're currently at my dad's on the east coast, which is very nice for the weekend. Um, we've brought little man to see his grandparents for a couple of days, so uh, I think we're going to the beach tomorrow. Um, I'm not holding out for the weather, but, you know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, get to the beach, get some chips, get some ice cream. doesn't matter what the weather's doing. Definitely going to get some ice cream. Might even treat him to a donut. But, um, mm. no, it's been all right. It's been quiet. It's been busy. My girlfriend's had a second bout of really intense therapy, and it's going well. So Fantastic. We're on the up. And um, James has said another word this week, my son. He's um, he loves cranes and he loves he loves tractors. He loves lorries, and he says dig dig. Yeah, right. I, I thought you were just about to say he's, he's learnt another word. Now it goes with off after the first one he learned. <laughs> he's not got there just yet, but um, <laughs> give him time. So everything that moves is now currently dig dig. Dig dig <laughs> dig. Very dig. good. Bless him. And <laughs> he doesn't. He's a child of the sixties. Yeah, man. definitely. Dig it, man. Dig it, man. Um, <laughs> But we, my girlfriend's just trying to settle him down, and he, we, we don't come very often to my to my dad's. Uh, he's very obviously don't know where he is, so it's all a bit um, strange. But I'm sure he'll go. Well, then, we did that with one of our el our eldest son Oliver. He used to have wherever he went with him, he had dog, and dog was his teddy that he went everywhere with. And if you're listening now, Oliver, you've still got him. He knows he. <laughs> 
dog goes with him everywhere and he's still with him in london now 30 nearly 32 years later wow the dog was his favorite toy and we once we went to london and we forgot to pack dog oh my word oh dear we couldn't get him to settle because he hadn't got dog we tried everything we stopped at our friend's house and she had a few soft toys and things like that nothing would work nothing at all until eventually he was so exhausted he fell asleep but yeah always remember that always remember take dog with you wherever you go that was it it's that it's that comfort blanket for him isn't it it's their it's their go-to when the when they're distressed or when they're stranger. I still have my dog, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I must stop drinking wine before we do these broadcasts. It's not good for you, is it? No, keep drinking it. Well, I'm going to actually have a beer this week. Oh, good for you. And well, there you go then. Cheers. Which, good health. Cheers. All to good health. Which leads me on to our first topic: Budweiser and uh, and and, and, and um, I can't pronounce the second name. Anheim. Uh, no, it begins with a H, but their their parent company, that own Budweiser, have oh, lost yes. have lost lots and lots of money due to their ad campaign. Okay. Uh, everyone, they've basically gone political and gone the way that companies should never ever go. And state. you mean they've gone away from what's up? Basically, absolutely, and they've gone away from the bud. Wise, um, and they were brilliant. It's basically gone down a shitstorm, and it, there's been a couple of videos of people in supermarkets across the world, mainly in America, and all Budweiser products, especially Bud Light, nothing's gone off the shelf. Well, people... do you know what? I can understand that because if I was there, I wouldn't drink the stuff either. It's uh... <laughs> Give me British beer any day of the week. Well, we my, my, knock my, socks off everybody. My dad's got some. Um, it's called Dog Save the King or something <laughs> like. That. It's a special brew for the coronation. All right. So I'm, 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 I might have one of those. Or I might have a bud. But basically, Budweiser and their parent company have lost so much money over being political. Well, you see, um, you can't drink Budweiser for the coronation because that just wouldn't work, would it? Because really, no, you know, no, they're they're not royalists. I mean, that's why they settled in America in the first place because they want to get away from the UK and royalty. Um, so you can't really be promoting Budweiser. You've got to drink a British beer when it comes to the coronation. So absolutely, but basically, yeah. story short, Budweiser is, they've lost so much, so much profit, money, and stocks due to this. Decision that they made to oh, go yeah. with it, with the down Didn't the advertising down the advertising route that they went down and it basically it pissed a lot of people off and now now they've they've got to crawl back somehow basically a note to companies stay neutral stay neutral yeah just sell your product do your advertising don't get onto anything political don't basically yeah just sell your product. And you won't piss off the off the population off. See, that's why I love the Guinness adverts, don't you? They were beautifully filmed, very clever, very simple, but oh, and a great beer. And, and, if, and he got if Guinness it, are listening, I do like Guinness. And he got it got the message out, didn't it? It, it, it certainly did. It's like it's like milk tray, the the famous milk tray advert, all because the lady loves milk Does tray. She? Now. You, you remember that advert back in the 80s, Mark? 
Oh yeah, I would have been in that really if it had been you know that <laughs> you know that guy. That could have been me. I'm not saying anything, but that could have been <laughs> me. Um, and have you seen the rights where you're going to next week in Paris? Oh yeah, that's easy. I've got my uh, stabbed vest already sorted, so I'm okay. I have my gas mask for when they start throwing tear gas. So um, we shall be in the middle of it, and I'll get some cracking photographs to send back for you. I'll, you know, I'll be there in the well, throng. You could do it. You could do a one of those weeks special podcast live recording, and you yeah. could you could actually well, inter- and then dive in the uh, the. Uh, Gas grenades from the police. I'll I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah, you could interview some of the crowd and <laughs> get get a front line viewpoint. But they've um they've they've inva- invaded the stock exchange now, haven't they? They did. Oh, I don't know. I've not seen that. Not seen they that. Uh, they broke into BlackRock, the, the one of the world's banks, and they broke into that. I believe they stole some files from BlackRock, so that'll be interesting. They um and now they've um, stormed the. French Stock Exchange, and I don't think this will end until either they want Macron's head, don't they? So it's um, it's not going to end well for Macron, I don't think. Well, it'd be a low blow, will not it, taking his head? But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that was a poor choice of words. I think it's more a case of um, they want him gone. They say. do, yeah. yeah. Well, they are the land of the guillotine, so uh, watch out, Macron. Well, it's, it's a change actually uh, over there because we've got Sussex police over here that are appealing for witnesses um, after <laughs> unprovoked uh, attacks involving um, tomatoes or apples yeah. being thrown at members of the public. Yeah, around wow. about seven separate incidents involving individuals being hit in some cases in the face, which isn't, I shouldn't laugh at it really, with tomatoes. Um, and it's being reported in Eastbourne and Hastings. Most of the attacks have occurred during the daytime hours with victims have been out alone in the open or in public places. These items are believed to have been thrown or propelled in some way from a vehicle. So oh, no, no. I think they're going to look for somebody who's got a lot of money because if they can afford to throw tomatoes around at the cost of fruit and veg these days, <laughs> then uh, it's got to be somebody who's got some money to throw about, hasn't it, really? <laughs> Literally throwing your money away. Exactly. Yeah, you won't catch me doing that. Not with a tomato at the price they are today. God blimey. But, um, but, the, but the thing is with the police, I mean, throwing a tomato at someone, they someone getting murdered or stabbed, and they're going after people throwing tomatoes. <laughs> you never know what it leads on to, though, do you? That's the problem. You know, you start yeah. small, throw a tomato, tomorrow, what else are you going to lead on to? It's like. You know, if, if just even look at it in America, in can you believe this? And we'll talk about the land of Budweiser. In the last seven days in America, there have been hundreds of shootings have taken place. And rather than mass shootings, on average, 50 people yeah. die each day from non-suicide gun incidents. Can you believe that? It's crazy. 50 it's people absolutely... a day. And I know it's a big country. I know they've got a big population, but even still... 50 days, and roughly 100 are injured, according to a guy called Mark Bryant, who's the director of gun violence. And he says that mass shootings are a small amount of the overall gun violence incidents in the country. They get extra attention, obviously, because they hit the media because of these sort of things, but they only make up about 6% of the total injuries and deaths. 6% of that. 
and the rest of it is just nutters with guns. For example, Kaylin Gillis. Now, this has just happened in the last week, okay? Yeah. Kaylin Guinness, a 20-year-old woman, was shot and killed on the 15th of April when she and her friends drove up the wrong driveway in New York State and the homeowner opened fire. That's all they did. Didn't even get out of the car. He opened fire on the car. Later, Ralph Yarl, a 16-year-old black teenager from Missouri, was shot and wounded by a white homeowner after he mistakenly rang the man's doorbell. Went to the wrong house. You get shot. Two yes, high yes. school cheerleaders. Yes, yes. High school cheerleaders approached the wrong car in the Texas parking lot, only for a man to get out and start firing and seriously wounding one of them. And then a six-year-old and her father in North Carolina were shot after their baseball basketball, sorry, rolled into the alleged shooter's yard. Now that is in just one week. You see, it, 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 things it, happening. It's it, you know, but the media. Over there, they stir up. I think they stir up hate more than they do here. Yeah. Now, the old <laughs> saying they don't, they they don't they, stir up hate for guns, though, do they? No, but they, they're on the side. They're on the side of the government. Well, Biden's government that they want them gone. But there's that old saying that there's no news like bad news because um, it sells, doesn't it? So, well, shall I tell I, you? As of the 20th of April, 2023, so in one year, 12,719 people have died in gun violence incidents. And since the 13th of April, when young Ralph Arl visited the wrong house, there have yeah. been 845 gun-related incidents, of which 743 were injuries and 328 resulted in deaths. That's since the 13th of April. They have got to do something with this gun law. It is ridiculous. Well, it's like it's, everyone's just living on high anxiety. And it's just the anxiety is triggered, literally triggering. Oh, it's like um, fright or flight, isn't it? So they're literally yeah. on fright or flight every day of the week. I just think they're just going to ban guns full stop. Why? Why they have them? Just ban them full stop. That's it. End of. Well, that's oh, it's our it's our Second Amendment to man. You know we can carry arms. Well, you really do you need to in this day and age? Do you really need to? Well, that's that's their given right that they the founding fathers sat down for them, isn't it? It's if yeah. they start changing that part of the constitution, then they'll they'll have to re redo it. The whole thing. That's a good well, idea, then. Let's sit down and redo it. We can redo things. They can redo constitutions. They've redone them. So why not? Let's get on with it. I they, don't re know. they redid the constitution about slavery, so get on with guns. Let's get on with it. This, the, I, I don't think it's happening in, in my lifetime. I don't think I don't it think ought it is. to. It really it's ought certain. to, because it's, it, it's, it's terrible. It's not getting any better. But let's get on to lighter news, shall we? Get well, on to... I, I, I was just going to say, have you got something that you want to go with first? Well, no, I'll let you. I'll let you because it's your turn. Uh, well, basically, uh, I read about AI. Oh, yeah, um, I was going to come on to that in the tech, but go on. This, this week, they were. Oh, it was. It was on a podcast. It wasn't. Really, well, it was. It's been in the news because Elon's been talking about it. And but this podcast I listened to, um, the AI is becoming so so self-aware. Um, that it's going to um, create 
an alternate reality that will take over reality. No way. And, does, does that mean we have to keep pinching ourselves to make sure we know where we are, or well, yeah, basically, make sure so that, that we're in the not in the matrix? Yeah. So basically, that's what it will lead to. So AI will put something out. Uh, this week, AI has, has done a painting of Donald Trump in, in handcuffs, being whatever. Now, people have believed that it's not <laughs> factual because the yeah, AI has done has painted it but the 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 human brain has taken to believing what the ai is is projecting instead of what's happening in reality so the ai is going to oh basically overtake reality so you read about the metaverse and you read about all this it's just ai and I, i read something interesting that ai is actually from another dimension bleeding into ours. <laughs> You've got your, your little tinfoil hat on again, haven't you? Your tinfoil hat on. So the AI is bleeding into ours. Yeah. It is the Matrix then. Go on. So basically the Matrix and taking over our reality. Wouldn't that be scary if it really was the Matrix that we were all living in? And that we're all plugged up. Yeah. Would that would be amazing, but but speaking of AI, no, you're dead right. Um, <clears throat> and I, I was going to bring it up in tech, but we'll call this our tech section, tech section, um, tech section. And basically, I don't know if you heard this week the uh, the track "Heart on My Sleeve" by Drake was actually a simulation of his voice to create a song which is streamed over six hundred twenty nine thousand four hundred thirty nine times on Spotify. Yeah. Before the publisher, Universal Music Group have pulled it because basically it's not him it's ai that have put his words together and you cannot tell it is unbelievable i mean if you watch those those ai recordings that have got of barack obama uh, yeah. speaking and saying things and it's not him it's it's a, a voice a voiceover doing the imitation he's a very very good guy that can impersonate uh, barack obama and he does a brilliant job but then they project the air onto the, onto Barack Obama's face and they make his mouth move, his eyes move, and the voice comes out. And hey, presto, it's him saying these things, which is pretty frightening, really. It's, ter- um, it's, it's terrifying. And this is what, what I was talking about before, Mark, is the AI is overtaking our reality. Yeah, well, it, that takes me on to the, the next one, which is, um, I forgive me if I get this wrong, but the title is Pseudomnesia. Pseudomnesia? Uh, colon the electrician and this was a sony world photography award-winning image i don't know if you've seen it Uh, and it's an image by a german artist german photographer called boris eldagson and it won first prize uh for his photograph uh quite a nice photograph looks it looks as though if it has been taken in about 1910 or something like that Beautiful yeah. image um, of sort of somebody leaning over the shoulders of somebody else and sort of whispering in their ear. Uh, and he wouldn't accept the prize. He said, I can't accept it because I've got to come clean and say the image was actually created, synthetically produced by AI. Wow. Can you believe wow. that? So the whole image was produced by AI. And he said, so I, I really, he said, I can't accept that prize. So that's incredible. I don't know if you've actually seen or used or whatever a chat GPT. Have you seen chat GPT? 
yes, I think I have. Yeah. Have you? I use the free trial. App, yes. And because obviously with my writing, I have to. We have to create log lines for to sell our script or, or to get our scripts out there. And I'm not good at log lines. And well, for a for a script that I've what... yeah, so for a script that I've got out there at the minute moment, I wrote down its premise. I wrote down the premise in the in the bar, and I just pressed go, and the, it came back with this log line that I could never have written. Well, yeah, I say never. Um, it wouldn't have been as good as what this chatbot had done. It's pretty Brilliant. frightening, isn't it? it well, is they're incredible. actually saying that teachers, some schools and universities in other countries have actually now banned it. Um, because it's it, this chat GPT, it's making it impossible in some cases to mark coursework because they don't know what the students written or what the chatbots written. And um, this is and this is reality again. Yeah, it's all AI. AI uh, overtaking reality. Yeah, it's it, well, this it's open AI. Open AI's chatbot has taken the internet by storm since launching late last year. It's been amassing more than 100 million monthly active users and attracting a multi-billion dollar investment from Microsoft. Yeah, and they, and, and it's paid monthly subscription in the UK. It's I think it's £6.99 a month. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it is across the world. But can you imagine the amount of money that that AI stream is making? Oh, it's phenomenal. I mean, if anybody doesn't know what it is, the the, the chat, chat GPT, it's a, it's a language model, and it's trained on enormous amounts of data and capable of generating human-like responses. This is the thing. It's not just an artificial intelligence response. It actually puts it into human language, yeah, which makes it appear as if it was written by a human being. So there might be um, colloquialisms in there. There might be a bit of slang in there. There might be all this sort of thing in and it's human-like responses to give prompts and including writing essays and solving problems in this thing. I mean, well, New they... York and Japan universities have already banned it uh, for students for their coursework, um, and it could happen in the UK. UK exam boards now uh, have advised that some coursework should be completed under direct supervision so that they cannot use chat GPT. Well, so... the, the, I, I think what might happen there is... Um... Well, whoever is doing the coursework, the 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 university or whatever might re request that the coursework's being filmed. Why well, doing what, it? Yeah, whatever they've got to do. So, well, they, it, that's why they say it's got to be um, actively supervised under direct supervision because they could just get them to do this. I mean, the, you see, the thing is, uh, and I know local universities do this when students write um, uh, their thesis, their dissertation for their uh, degrees and what have you, yeah. they run it through a certain software uh, for plagiarism uh, and they can pick it up instantly within seconds of words and, and repeat patterns and this, that and the other for plagiarism. So this is a glorified example of something, uh, of, of software that can use plagiarism but then utilise that into writing a random essay back with all the facts that you need for this essay. Exactly. So the, the plagiarism software now cannot pick up this chat GPT uh, entrance, if you will, if they enter it to their coursework. It can't, it can't pick it up because it is randomised. Yeah. It's amazing. Absolutely well, it's, amazing. And, and it, which leads me on to, obviously, 
here's my James Bond moment. I think <laughs> I think if it's not Tim Foyle hat, it's James Bond moment. I think the plot of the next Bond movie, the the Bond movies are always current or a little he- ahead of the time, aren't they? Mm. I think it will be James Bond versus AI. I really yeah. do. Yeah, it'll well, be, it, could, it could be somebody trying to control the world through AI, won't it? And yeah, I, I don't think bomb. it'll be it'll be robots. It won't be like the Terminator, but I think it'll be um, like you've just said. It they'll have a string and they'll have a rocket system that AI is taking over it, and the guy who's behind it or person is um, it's basically being held hostage by this um, AI, and it's threatening to destroy the world. So. Not very much like God, it might be an updated version of Goldeneye then. Could it be. could be, could be, yeah, that sort of thing. Well, it's a, it's a little bit like, uh, if we're going down the route of uh, conspiracy and what have you, public broadcasters in Northern Europe have claimed Russia had a programme to sabotage wind farms and communication cables using a fleet of fishing trawlers and ves- vessels disguised as research ships. Wow. Bro- broadcasters in Denmark, Norway, Sweden and Finland say the fleet carries underwater surveillance equipment and is mapping key sites for possible sabotage. They claim to have analysed intercepted Russian communications indicating so-called ghost ships sailing Nordic waters with transmitters turned off so as not to reveal their location. One vessel, the Admiral Vladimirsky, I think I've said that, Vladimirsky, is officially a research vessel but has passed several offshore wind farms, including the UK's east coast, and it carries armed guards, according to the report. So there you go. Yeah, you see, this is all... I mean, people say, are we in World War Three? aren't we? If you look at how what led up to World War Two, there was stuff like this. Um, I think we're pretty... I, hey, I don't want war. I don't want, I don't want my son growing up. In war, well, it was, it was the Treaty of Versailles that really spurred World War Two. That, yeah, was of course, war. of course, it is. But this pact that China, Russia, and the Middle East have now signed to crush the dollar, the petrol dollar, is that not another Treaty of Versailles? But on on the eastern side, in the eastern side, well, it, it could get even worse because. It, <laughs> I think all NATO allies have now agreed that Ukraine will become a member. Um, the Secretary General, uh, Jens Stoltenberg, he told reporters that once the war in Ukraine ends, Kiev must have the deterrence to prevent new attacks. And he said that the main focus is now to ensure that Ukraine prevent, prevails against Russia. He well, said, the- let, me be, let me be clear, Ukraine's, Ukraine's rightful place is in the Euro-Atlantic family. He told the news conference. So it's it's interesting because meanwhile the Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov said that preventing Ukraine from joining NATO remains one of their goals of what Moscow still calls its special military operation. Well, and he also said that Ukraine's accession would pose a serious and significant threat to our country and to our country's security. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> he, he, Putin wants the old Iron Curtain back, doesn't he? He wants he does. to. He wants to regain all all of the eastern blocks that were lost after the Berlin Wall fell. 
Well, he's got a problem because, I mean, I mean, last May, Finland joined the alliance, didn't they? And Sweden is also expected to join. But so far, Turkey have blocked Sweden's uh, its approval to because of security concerns for some reason. But uh, Finland shares 830 miles border with Russia and they've gone into NATO now, while Sweden shares a, mar uh, a maritime border, which is traditionally kept as a neutral space. But if they go, I don't know, both countries have for decades considered that joining NATO would represent an unnecessary provocation of Moscow. However, since Moscow, or we'll class it as Russia, Moscow, um, Putin has invaded Ukraine, public opinion in both countries has shifted massively in favour of membership. So that just goes, you know, goes to show that, that people aren't happy with what Putin's doing and they yeah. are now rebelling. Well, it, it's like, I, I think what's just going back to the West to France with everything that's going on um, because Mari is it the far right candidate or centre right candidate was it Marion Le Pen mm -hmm. um, Le Pen yeah she narrowly missed missed out didn't she I think they narrow, narrowly missed out she did and I think with all of Macron's hard policies well it's, it's time and time again the People, a country votes a leader in that's more lenient one way, rams policies down the country's throat, and then obviously they don't like it. And like France is doing now, um, revolting, they I think Le Pen will get in the next time there's an election. I think that she'll get in. I really do. Well, let's hope not. Um... Well, this is what happens when. Because a populist will only take so much. But well, no. yeah, but we we've got to keep extremists out. That's the same uh, by the same token. We, we must quash ex extremists because that's not that's not right. That's not that's not the way forward either. No, no. the way forward is is through sensible discussion and uh, and mature and adult discussion between people. And that's what well, that's what Macron's got to do now. He's he's got to find out. I mean. We went from 60, as uh, I say, the, the WASPy women went from 60 to 66 with their retirement age before they could claim state pension. And the, it, it's still ongoing. Lawyers are still battling and the WASPy women are still battling, bless them, yeah, yeah, um, they are, to get yeah. this back. Uh, all France are doing are going from 62 to 64. Uh, and they're having one hell of a battle, um, which goes to show that, that people are passionate and they and they won't take what is presented to them and maybe maybe we ought to take a little bit of a lead out of that when things are thrown at us that we don't agree with we just say oh yeah that's not right we don't agree with that but then we don't do anything and i'm not inciting anything far be it from me to incite any any sort of political violence or um, yeah. retribution on that respect but i do think that more people should have their say i mean at my local council here uh is run by a lot of people that it's they've been stuck in their ways and now a group of local business people have got together. So we don't represent any political authority whatsoever. Yeah. But what we want to do is the best for our town, is the best for our business, is the best for the people who live here to attract them really? to come into our town and stay with us and be loyal with us. And, that, and to me, I think, well, that's the way forward, isn't it? Get yeah. everybody living in a peaceful, happy environment that we all like sharing together. Let's work towards a common good. And then we can go forwards. And and to me, these these five guys that have got together, they're just local local businessmen and women. Um, sorry, I should say business persons have got together 
and they've decided to say, right, let's take our town council on. Let's let's do this. Let's try and push forward. Let's not waste money on a sixteen to twenty odd thousand pound memorial that's not going to do anything. Let's spend that money wisely yeah. on our on our little town. Let's try and spend that to improve the shops. Let's try and get every shop occupied. Let's try and bring the rates down for shop owners. Let's try and get free parking for so long so that it draws people in. Let's get them back into a, a busy town centre. Let's get them. The top and bottom is let's get them to have some pride in where you live. Let's exactly. have, and I think that's what we're missing at the moment. Instead, in, instead well, gonna, of... Hang on a minute. I'm just going to climb down. Oh, it's a big step off my soapbox. There you go. <laughs> Job done. Instead of... No, I agree. Instead of shops being boarded up to let signs everywhere, and all you've got is bloody takeaways and, uh, and beauty salons. That, well, I'll... Yeah, I went through and I'll say our our local city the other weekend, Nottingham, and I used to go through Nottingham and think, wow, what a great place. It's a great city, this, you know, really, really proud of it. I'm not from Nottingham, but I was really proud of it. I thought it was a great place. My wife's Nottingham born and bred, and we always used to go to Nottingham. We went through it last week and to do just have a stroll around you know like you do have a bit of a mix yeah. around the shops and see things and just have a see what's happening because we've not been in for a while and everywhere it was either just a food place a takeaway a cafe or whatever proper shops were disappearing they don't you know, exist they don't exist it, anymore mark no it was it was if it wasn't a charity shop it was a little tiny shop that was struggling or it was boarded over It just felt, this is a bit sad. And the only thing that you can't, obviously, well, you you can, but the only thing you can't experience is food with friends in an atmosphere. And those are the places that are now surviving in the centre of Nottingham, that eateries and what have you, and pubs. Anything else beyond that, you know, shops, you can just buy it off the internet. You can get it off Amazon. And and it, it's losing that personal interaction. It's a bit sad, isn't it? It is sad. And I think the government do need to re, rejuvenate the high street. Which brings me on to uh, Rishi Sunak. Um, oh, did you see his um, speech this week about he wants all of the UK to become maths, uh, mathematical crunches, number crunches? Yeah, students have to take maths up until the age of 18. And he's even oh, pushing for adults. That absolutely bonkers. It, I, I mean, mean, it's stupid. Of all you've got... So if this goes ahead, well, it fell on deaf ears, but you've got adults that can't string a sentence together, but he wants to focus entire, his entire premiership on number crunching. Why? He's a, he's a mathematician, that's why, and he thinks it's important. Well, it is important, but everything's important. Of course it is. So, that's science why. is important. English is important. Yeah, but Ben, that is why the entertainment industry is a multi-billion dollar business. It's higher than engineering. It's higher than any mathematics. It brings more revenue to this country, the entertainment. The creative industry being, brings more money to this country than mathematics, engineering, and technology all put together. Of course it does. And yet all we're doing in schools is belittling, pushing down, backing away from the arts. And it, it is a crying shame. It really is. Yeah, and because... The- Again, I'll to... just climb another step down off my soapbox now. <laughs> we need to promote the arts because they are... We had a lockdown. We had 
when we went into COVID and everybody locked down, what did they do? They watched entertainment. They soaked yeah. in Netflix, Amazon, Disney, you name it, Apple. They soaked it all up. They, they People went through everything and watched everything. Netflix couldn't provide anything because obviously they, they were all in COVID, so we couldn't do it. And they, everybody went through and that is what is demand. People want entertainment. Yeah. It will never go away. But what do people want to do when they get home? What do people want to do when they're not at work? If they're not Even those mathematicians. Time? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they want to. All they want to do is sit down and do Sudoku. But that's they want to watch telly. They want to listen to music. They want well, to. They read want to go out to book. a theatre. They want to go and see a theatre. They want to go and see a performance. They want to go to the opera. They want to go to the ballet. They want to go and see exactly. a film. They want to go to a. They want to go to an art gallery. They want to go to a museum. All of these things are the creative industry. Yes, and, and, it, and missing and the it, point. And the, and it brings it bring like you've just said it brings in so I, I just think Rishi Sunak is so is so uh, uh, disconnected from people. I, I think. I think a lot of a lot of government ministers don't understand the front line of you know you or I, and they don't. Well, they certainly don't understand me. Or me, and they don't know what we like. They have trouble understanding me. You know, I, I couldn't think of anything worse than looking at. You know, I'm not. I'm not numerically gifted. I'm not at all. But no, me neither. Writing. I could string a sentence together, click of the fingers, click of my fingers, I could write whatever you wanted me to write, and I would write it. But I don't want to be told that I have, have to take a maths lesson. And quite frankly, I'd tell you to get... I'm going to swear now, because I'm wound up, I'm get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, you know, when I did, and this is going to you can tell how long ago it is now, when I did my maths O-level, and I scraped a pass. I actually got through it, and I passed it. I got my own level. I thought, that's it. I never, ever need to do maths for the rest of my life now. I am free of that <laughs> shackle. And, and and kids are going to think, oh, God, I've got to do it until I'm 80, or I've got to do it even longer. But I'll tell you what, when I started teaching, what was it, What did I have to do? I had to do a maths exam. It came back <laughs> to bite me full force. And you have to do maths. Uh, English and an IT exam uh, to pass to get your QTS, yep. and I had to do that. And I thought, oh my god, I was I had sleepless nights become, coming up to this maths exam. But again, as I say, I say to kids, you've got to do your maths. Don't don't ne neglect it. You've got to get your GCSE yeah. in. You must have that because maths is important. You will be using it, even if you are self-employed. You'll be using it to create your invoices. You'll be using it to work yeah, out how much you profit are. you're making. You'll be using it to know how much you can sell stuff if you know trade plus whatever cost plus whatever you've got yeah. to know these sort of things you have to work out that because maths is important on that basis but beyond that i don't need to know what a quadratic equation is i don't need a to quad what? Uh, yeah exactly i don't need to know <laughs> algebra really i might if i was a, a tile fitter or a carpet fitter have to work out areas in a certain place but again i could do that that's very straightforward maths and the, the only maths being taught that's great the only maths i need for my job, because I work on the golf course, is with spraying, we have to work out the hectare of the greens. So if you have 18 holes, you would need to work out your liquids yeah. per hectare. So Minus the holes. 
Well, the, the holes make up the hectare and the the area that it's in. So whatever, basically a golf course is just a field. So the, the land that the holes sit on, you have to work out the hectare. Yeah. And didn't you have he, to... didn't it used to be a dog puppet in the yeah. uh, 70s? Hector. Yeah, see, so well, I my time up. But basically... <laughs> Come on, Ben, talk about acres. We talk acreage. We don't Eight. talk hectares. We talk oh, acreage. Well, acreage, hectares, <laughs> same thing. Same thing. Potato, tomato, tomato, whatever. Um, so you have to work out that with your liquids. So you have to do all the sums that way. That is the only time I need maths, really. Yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm not ignorant to it. I, I've been in my profession a very long time. It's the only side of it that I've shied away from because really of my uh the skill i haven't got with maths i think you see i was dead lucky I, i've run my own business for many many years and when it comes to invoicing and working out percentages i'll just pass that over to my wife who was uh, <laughs> a, a trained auditor but she understands account and and she loves she loves numbers and she's very good at it and uh you know, I just leave everything to her. She controls the bank account. She controls everything. So all the money I make is hers. All the money she makes is hers. And all the money <laughs> we make together is hers. And it's, it's the best way of going forwards. But, but it's hey, like... It's like... Just... direction. Let's forget, let's forget about all that. What happened at the Crucible in Snooker World Championship this week? Well, let's quickly talk about that. And uh, with the um, Just Stop Oil setting himself... He didn't set himself on fire, but he did a nice little display, didn't he? It was cool, wasn't it? Did you see it? Well, I have a different opinion about it. but uh... he, he climbed onto the table, one of the tables, and covered it in orange powder. You see, it's, it's just... A... It's just... I, I don't know. Why? Why don't you just protest outside? Well, what, it, what? Well, it doesn't It doesn't get anything. He's He's got attention. And it just... Stopped. I mean, when you think about it, the OPEC have decided that because the oil prices have started to come down and petrol started to come down in price, they're going to slow down production by a million barrels so that the price will go back up again. Now, That's it's ridiculous. not that they haven't got it. We've got plenty of it, but they don't want the price to come down so they slow production, so they stop a million barrels a day coming and, out. And, Simple and as that, so that the price goes back up. It, it, and that is disgusting. Your, and there's your global elitist world domination control conspiracy theory for you. It is disgusting, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And quickly ending on Elon Musk's... Oh, his rocket! His failed rocket. But I did like Elon Musk's message. All Elon Musk said was that he wanted the rocket to get off the ground for it to be successful. Exactly. He He wasn't bothered about going into space. He just wanted the rocket launch. And he got the rocket. He got the rocket launch, it failed, but what a great message to say is to send out to the world, basically saying you don't have to f- succeed first time. Exactly, that's Just the message keep... to the kids. Don't don't give up. It's called perseverance. Don't Absolutely. Give up. If it Absolutely. goes wrong first time, you're going to come back. I mean, he's lucky to get the money to be able to do that. But yeah, somebody posted, and I saw it. Somebody posted, oh, yeah, well, what about all the millions that he spent on it, which could have been used to help feed the poor? And I thought, well, yeah, hang on. Think about all the billions that this country spent on HS2, which has done bugger all so far. 
and it isn't even going to the destination it's supposed to go to. It isn't even getting into London like it's supposed to go to. HS2 has been the biggest waste of money that we could have fed the NHS with that sort of billions of pounds have been wasted on that thing. Anyway. Speaking of speaking of money, uh, Mr. Musk has removed all the blue ticks from celebrities. <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't know what that means, Ben. Please tell me. I haven't got a clue what that means. Oh, so so Mark, so I think it's fantastic. So obviously What's a blue tick then? So a blue tick is basically to say that you're an official account. So say okay. say for instance, if you were Lord Lord Alan Sugar, I use yep. his name because I saw him on Twitter about ten minutes ago. Um you will get verified. It's the easiest way to verify. That oh, so real. I could go on Twitter and say I'm Lord Al- Alan Sugar then? No, you so see, you can't now. So basically what you've got to do now is Mr. Musk is charging £11 a month. Right. And you are, for you to get the blue tick, you have got to pay £11 a month. If you want to be in you, and you have to pass the verification checks. Right, so that fits can. in with me reading the story about Taylor Swift has bought her blue tick. Yes, yeah, so Taylor Swift bought hers. Alan Sugar, another one of the richest men in the world, is kicking off about eleven. 11... <laughs> <laughs> He's kicking off about eleven pounds a month. A month for a blue. You're team. fired. You're but fired. Yeah. I think it's brilliant because it's Elon Musk is basically validating who real people are, and he's trying to fight yeah. back against these AI bots that are on that are on Twitter. Yeah. Do you know, going back to his rocket that he launched, he said if it gets off the launch pad, that's fantastic. It got four minutes off the launch pad, so that's quite a hell of a way. You think of the the, the power that's been used. Four minutes is a hell of a long time to get out there. It was the biggest rocket that we have ever launched off this planet. If you look at Saturn V rockets, it dwarfs it. It's massive. This yeah, thing was, was humongous. It was, re- it was really big. I was, I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, believe. and it, and it, it went. It took off. It went, and it, that's the main thing. They know what has gone wrong, which is the best thing. They know what's gone wrong. Where, yeah, where it twisted out, out of proportion. Well, out of shape, didn't it? And then blow up. They know exactly what went wrong, and they're going to correct it, which is absolutely brilliant. I'd so that, like that, to be the people be... on the next one that goes though. <laughs> No, I don't think. I think I'll. I think I'll let him do a three or four test before (laughs) we actually. (laughs) I think I'll I'll skip. I'll skip putting my name forward for that one. (laughs) Just at the moment, but but skipping forward and thinking how good things were getting up, and we're talking about gearing up. Wrexham, have you seen Wrexham gearing up for this Saturday's game? It's one of his biggest weekends in its history. They're hoping for a Hollywood ending. Because if they beat Boreham Wood on Saturday, they'll get promoted back to the English Football League after a 15-year absence. Wow. Are they in league? They're not in any leagues, are they? Not in the league, no. So this is this is they're going to get back in the football league. So this is brilliant. This is Wrexham. Um they've also the little town of Wrexham has also noticed an increase in American visitors since Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney. McElhaney, I think Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, since Rob McElhaney took over the club. And also Ted Lasso promoting English football across the pond. So absolutely the, the show Ted Lasso. Anyway, Mark, I think we better wrap up. I didn't realise how, how long we've been talking. I've enjoyed this one. <laughs> we've had have enjoyed this one. It's been a good deep dive. And that's goodbye from you, Mark. And it's goodbye from him. And we shall see you all next week. Take care. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>